This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Now for a rare view of the Israel-Hamas war from an Israeli infantryman. Sam Sank is a British Israeli whose period of service has just ended. In normal life, he works in information technology. For his months of fighting in Gaza, he carried a small video camera. And special correspondent Malcolm Bravent sat down with him in London. This is the video diary of the soldier behind the officer on point. Together with my, my brothers in arms, we're part of history. This will probably be a very significant event in the history of the Middle East, let alone Israel. Master Sergeant Sam Sank. It's also good for the world to see as well. And it shows, you know, the, the true experience of a, of a soldier on the front line and, and maybe shows a different side to what one sees through propaganda or social media as soldiers and actually as you can see now I'm a, I'm a real person with real emotion and and real thoughts yeah yesterday was awful this place stinks the smell of dead bodies everywhere um, not a great start Sam Sank went to war on October the 7th immediately after the terrorist attack by Hamas after training in northern Israel with his company, or Pluga, Sank entered Gaza several weeks into the conflict. We have just entered Gaza. And spent nearly two months there. Here we go. Here we go. Yesterday was a really, really bad day. Two guys from our Pluga got injured, one quite seriously. I was in a helicopter to the hospital. Both were shot in the back. Man, two secs. Just gonna check out this peel. As second in command of his platoon, Sank ventures forward to examine the entrance of a Hamas tunnel beneath Khan Yunis, once home to a quarter of a million Palestinians. Gaza is arguably one of the most dense places in the world, and Hamas has decided to use that as a battlefield and to use human shields to protect themselves and to put all the civilians above the ground and all their ammunitions and terrorists below the ground. Got this pure rats. A few Israeli soldiers were killed at that specific spot. So after weeks of fighting, we were able to locate the tunnel entrances. People who are watching that might think that you were cheering Palestinians' homes being blown up. So the context of that video is the tunnel being destroyed and for us it was a sense of achievement knowing that we had killed Hamas terrorists that were still hiding underneath and we had uh, eliminated a big threat to our, uh, to our soldiers' lives. We're in central Khan Yunus, eastern central Khan Yunus, in a new house, sitting here on guard duty with my main man Leshem. Here you can see, close to a big mosque, very urban area, 
This is going to be our new home for the next few days. But uh, feeling good, you know, liking the new area. Sank's war is over. He's returned to his civilian job in IT and now has time to reflect. How can you justify all those thousands of women and children being killed during this conflict? I don't think I can justify the, the numbers, but I can explain why that's happened. Um, we are dealing with an organisation that has decided to put civilians at the forefront of their, of their bases, of their battlefield. Welcome to, welcome to southern Khan Yunus. We're in a house. Look at the lovely Jerusalem. Jerusalem decorations on the wall. Um, arrived here yesterday. Uh, crazy, crazy dissonance coming in to a more urban area like this was insane, honestly, at night. Seeing, going through the city, seeing the destroyed buildings. Do you think there might have been a better way of fighting this war to, to really more accurately target those people who were responsible for starting it? I think if there was a better way of doing it, then it would have been done. Because I trust in the strategic uh, command of the IDF in Israel to make the best decision um, to protect its soldiers and to protect the Palestinian civilians as much as possible. Do you feel as though Israel has fallen into a trap created by Hamas because they knew that Israel would come in and in the end, if it kept going, would end up perhaps losing world opinion? Yes, for sure. Uh, Hamas set the trap up. It's the, it's the ploy that Hamas and other terrorist Palestinian organizations have been using for many years. Unfortunately, Israel doesn't have a choice and has to move into that trap because if, again, we want to defeat the enemy, destroy the terrorists and bring our people back, we have to go into Gaza. The world, as I see it, will always be against Israel in this conflict. There is an underlying anti-Semitism that exists. This is just our generation's um, persecution of Jews. Hopefully we'll be a couple quiet days before we're eventually supposed to leave. Final Shabbat in Gaza. Can't wait to go home. Can't believe how long it's been. I'm just counting down the hours, literally. Everyone's making fun of me, but I'm counting down the hours. But I'm desperate for this all to be over. Just want to get back to normal life. Do you think you could ever live side by side with Palestinians? 100%. Uh, you look at conflicts that have existed over the history of the world, people that hated each other with a passion and are now living together in peace. Whether I think it will be a happy peace, maybe not, but even a cold peace is better than what exists today. And yes, I truly believe that it can happen. And if the Palestinians love their children more than they hate ours, there will be peace. If they start celebrating life rather than celebrating death, there will be peace. For now, such a peace remains in the realm of dreams, despite suggestions that progress is being made. For the PBS NewsHour, I'm Malcolm Brabant.